Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hello. Hello. How's it going then? Hi. Hello. <laughs> We're so good at doing hello. Intros. Uh, so, welcome to uh, We Drink and We Know Things, the podcast. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. If you've never been here before. So we do a little bit of I tell a story. Andrea tells a story. Neither of us know what's coming. And Tom is not. I'm not actually English either. Well, he, he's English. But, but he o- doesn't have an accent. Only in genetics, really. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't he have an accent. pulls that like, out. All yeah, sorry about that. I think it's like an identity crisis thing. I don't know. Is I haven't it? figured it out yet. Yeah, so that's Tom. To Hello. And you're Andrea. I'm Andrea. We're the Pains. The Pains. We're married. Been married for a little gripper. Yeah, yes. over a yard. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is a podcast we get lit. Uh, so no, we don't take ourselves too seriously. So please don't take us too seriously. We yeah. pour up some vino. Typically, you know, I had grand ideas that we would drink a lot of different stuff. You still meant. Uh, I know I was gonna do that thing this time. Yeah. Yeah. Last episode, you said you were gonna. I was like, I'm gonna like, put my money where I'm my mouth do is. This new segment well, where I'm gonna like make her some like, I, drinks. No, you don't sound like that. <laughs> uh, so, babe, I'm gonna make a fucking cocktail, bro. But you did it. Alcohol. So, well, next time. Yeah. So next, next time. time. So, what are we drinking this time around? What do you think? I would wager we're hey, drinking. What do you think this. the audience thinks? Uh, this ain't bullshit. That was the studio audience right there. Shit. We yeah, always drink. Yeah. So that's Friends, the yeah. Pinot Grige. Yep. Uh, we talk about, and also we have oh, we have. Oh, so, oh it's we have, fine. I wasn't talking. Well, you know, we talk about how Tom cuts me off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's all we do. It's just Andrea starting sentences, and I'm just <laughs> <laughs> interrupting for an hour and a half. What it's were great. you gonna say? Uh, no, we have some wines that Chrissy Banta gave us. We have uh, lots of from others. Smithberry Winery, from Smithberry Winery, a fan yeah, of our up? show who's local yeah, and yeah, awesome. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm in a group text with her now. That's serious. Uh, because. Y'all did that painting thing. No, no, you want to, no. Yeah, we did. We painted. What's up, Chrissy? That was super fucking fun. We painted a Hocus Pocus thing. Yeah, yeah. But the fucking Backstreet Boys are coming to Louisville. Yeah, that's a big deal for you guys. So I've been added to a group text via my best friend, Emma. Yeah, they don't come till September of next year, but I guess we're going to go ahead and start talking about it now. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? So that's fun. But yeah, we do sell some wines that she gave us. I think we're, we're kind of like we saving them because left. we've got a cool thing hanging up in our podcast mm-hmm. room where yeah, they're hanging yeah, and it just yeah. like makes the podcast room look cooler with yeah. just like, oh, we don't, yeah. we cannot drink all the wine. Right. We have all this wine that we yeah. can drink. And also it's fucking <laughs> crazy because I've been a bartender for like 10 years. I also brew beer. So I have beer on tap in the basement. Yeah. We always still drink this. Yeah, it's but so I don't funny. like beer. You don't. You're totally lame for that. Well, it, it hurts my belly. Yeah. So, real quick. Yeah, yeah. I was editing our last episode. Yeah. And. As you do. Fucking injured myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. The chair that Tom is currently sitting in. I love this chair. It's just like, a, you know, a regular little computer chair. And I don't normally sit in that one. I sit in the one that I'm sitting in. But our cat Khaleesi loves the chair that I'm sitting in, so mm-hmm. I come in to re- to not record. I come in to edit, and she's sitting in the chair all oh, cozy. Blimey. And I was like, I can't move her. Yeah. 
She's cute. She's just sweet. She's good and cute. So I'm like, I'll sit in this other chair. It's fine. Well, lo and behold, there's like this fucking jarring lump of a fucking something. I've never experienced it. I'm sitting in this chair right now. Yeah, because I sit on my legs or my knees. And I sit on my butt. Like currently right now, I'm sitting Indian style. Mm -hmm, As you do. And so I go to sit on my feet i'm adjusting i'm like oh cool and i put my feet down thinking i'm mm-hmm. laying gonna land on a mm-hmm. nice cushiony chair nope and i land on a fucking like piece of fucking i don't even know what it was it was this big thing just j- sticking up out of the middle of the seat it was the real deal and an now injury, i have a loss. bruised foot you haven't talked about it at all so you're, you've been a trooper i haven't talked about it on air bitch <laughs> it hurts yeah i thought it yeah. was just i was like no it's gonna be yeah. fine and then my whole side of my fucking yeah, foot swole. is bruised. Yeah, it's very. Listen, you're very. Swole. Just for you guys, okay? Yeah, it's all for in, you. For my art. For like the two people that listen. Man. Yeah, thank you guys. You two. We're, oh, <laughs> uh, we're being bold we if we you. say two. Yeah, no, no, but I think uh, I do know of it. If you listen two. to this fucking podcast, if you so you're probably somebody we know. Like, passes along. Like, like people we see posts all the time, looking for new podcasts to listen to. Motherfucking. We drink it with no things. Tell your friends. We're trying to get some new listeners. We're back yeah, at it. Man. We're going to be on our game. We're, we're really, ahead of it right now. Technically, yeah. right now we're ahead of it. Um, Yeah. We Leave us a review. Come on. Blah, blah, blah. We won't get into Give all that bullshit. The best, real quick, the best place to listen is Apple Podcasts, but we are also no, you can li- Yeah, but listen yeah. anywhere, but if you're going to leave us a review. Nailed it. Apple, iTunes. Yeah, it's the best way to do it. So... You ready to know some things? You ready to get into this thing? Are you gonna go first? I think I think we kind of agreed that I was gonna yeah. go first. Well, this time. I think we're gonna maybe try to do like an alternating thing because neither of us really ever want to yeah, go no. first. I want to get drunk. Right, because see, up? the person who goes first doesn't get to really drink. Yeah, but then so yeah, but I'm uh, like, so oh, I you went first last nice time, one. so I'm gonna go first this time, uh, and I think that we'll we'll try Take to it. we'll try to see what happens. So <laughs> with like if, if we can keep if we can stay we can continue consistent to alternate with it, yeah. Yeah. yeah I know because for a while you went first and I yeah didn't, but yeah well so it goes so what is your getting into story? my getting into mine like past couple weeks I've I've done some different stuff you know talked about the two the murder of Tupac and the yes. potential conspiracies yes so this week. Uh, there's something I've been thinking about a lot recently, and I don't know why I'm inspired by it or like why I'm into it, but we watched a movie kind of recently. Okay. And in it, it was a horror movie. Okay, wait. So pause. If you guys are new here, I don't know what Tom's about to talk about. Right. He doesn't know what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, that's not how it works. So that's why I'm like, what? Yeah. Because I really actually don't know. We, uh, we, that's the thing. We have to research in secret on opposite ends of our, of our home so yeah, and okay. normally if you're if you're new, also if you're new, I do a lot of conspiracies and stuff and weird stuff, and Andrea does a lot of true crime and stuff like this. I would categorize this as kind of a, of, of a, a marriage of both. <gasps> Ooh! Yeah. So. Oh my god. Okay. We oh my watched god, I'm this. I'm gonna build a little bit more suspense. We watched this movie. Okay. And recently? I was yeah, it was kind of recently. We've been okay. watching. I feel like we've been watching our fair share of, of scaryish movies, scary like scary well, adjacent, for the ones like of thrillers and things like that. And one of the ones that we watched was a sequel to a movie. And it followed a group chat of people. <gasps> oh, and their interactions. Oh, oh, I have a guess. Yeah, go ahead. 
Are you going to talk about something about the dark web? I am. Ooh! Yeah. Ooh. So the dark web is so. I don't. I'm. I was very not really dive down that hole, but oh my yeah. god, the dark web is so fucking fucked. Well, let's talk about it. So what was I that wanna, movie that we watched? It was Unfriended dark web yeah right right so it was pretty good it was really good i liked it and that's and 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 i think we've all heard of the dark web in a way mm-hmm. and we think this and we think that oh my god um, i'm so excited right yeah now. so i'm gonna kind of begin to elaborate on what the dark web is terms like the deep web which is different than the dark web but the dark web actually exists inside of the deep web and then i'm gonna tell you a creepypasta from uh. The deep web. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah, this should be cool. So there's a few terms we need to get (laughs) affiliated with. Okay. The first of which is going to be the surface web. The surface web. Which is the internet that the everyday guy uses, the everyday human uses. Because we surf the web. We surf it. We're surfing it. So that's the surface of the water, right? The web. And so that's everything that can be detected by a search engine. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our web discovery is based off of search engines, right? Right. So when we're talking about the deep web and the dark web and things like this, and there's other terms like dark net, uh, the deep web is also, it's called the undernet, the invisible web, and the hidden web. Okay. That's the deep, that's the deep web. And inside of the deep web, so a lot of this stuff is mundane, you know, like procedurals, just data, when we're talking the deep web, stuff that won't show up on a Google search, but not necessarily is nefarious. That's what the deep web is, right? Okay. So not stuff that's easily accessible and necessarily needs to be accessed, you know, storage, data, that kind of stuff, right? Okay. So like the stuff that makes your Google account work or the like registrations for forums, these kinds of things. This so stuff is isn't like, that's not bad. Deep web isn't bad. Deep no, is not just like the behind web. the scenes. Well, yeah, right? yeah. Okay. So there's another thing. Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about T-O-R. I don't know if you say it Tor or T-O-R, but this is how you access the the dark web. Oh my God. Okay. So this was a program that was actually developed. T-O-R. T-O-R. It stands for. I don't know. What do you think it stands for? I literally have no idea. I was just trying. It stands for the onion routing. Okay, so this was a program that was developed by the Navy initially to protect government communications on the internet because sometimes you got to send a fucking email, you know what I'm saying, and that shit's accessible. So the Navy developed it. It's an open-sourced software type thing, and it's to protect your anonymity online, and it was developed in 2002, okay? Yeah, what's the onion part of it? Because... For people to figure out who you are, layers they gotta, of an and onion. It's, and it's, tricky. it's a tricky onion. Oh, yeah. okay. So this was how people were protecting their identity to access what we're gonna start talking about is the dark web. Okay. So the dark web. Oh my god. Okay, I'm no, but out. let's talk about the surface internet for a second. It represents about point zero three of the actual internet. What? So the internet that you and I access as like layman or non dark web or deep web or uh-huh. computer people use is about 0.03 of the entire internet. Okay. So we're like barely t- and that's so anything you can find on a Google, anything you can find anywhere that's 0.3 like per, that means 0.03. Like the internet is like in 
it's huge. so much yeah, more it's than we know. Yeah, so there's a lot of things Ooh. to it, and a lot of it is mundane, but there is the dark way. And for me, I found a lot of stories that I want to talk about about this. So getting back into it, so the onion routing is kind of an open platform, and so like reporters use it to remain anonymous. You know, there there are mundane, there are good things that happen on it, but there's also a lot of dark shit that happens on it, obviously, which is why it's got its moniker, the dark web. It's considered a hub for child pornography. Oh, no. Uh, black market stuff, yeah. weapon sales, terrorism, radical oh. ideas, all of this stuff. Okay. But that represents a portion of it. There's obviously a lot of other stuff. There was even a band that did some stuff on the dark web and you had to access it to get into touch like to get certain perks of their album. There what was the a fuck? there was an art there was a there was a creative group that did a bakery sale. What and the just, fuck? Yeah. There was a guy that was I saw an article today, this guy was literally selling carrots for Bitcoin. What? Yeah. Uh but there's so an, I feel like it's like ruthless to lead people down into the that part well, of the internet just it's, to, th- like... you can access a lot of it without ever having to find but there's there's you know there's financial scams happening that this is where you're seeing a lot of hacking getting done from uh-huh. like uh they're called uh net bots mm-hmm. so, no botnet botnet sorry so botnet that's where you're getting your spam from your what's called ddot's yeah. which okay. are like denial of denial of access like no, denial like of the people, service. The people DDoS. who are emailing you saying that you owe them. Yeah, or, or that Indian dude that has 500 mil but needs 1,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So a lot of that, th- these days, the platform for that is jumping off of the dark web. Okay. And so it's a very interesting thing, and there's a lot to, to kind of unbox with it. But today, Ooh. I'm going to take a potentially fictitious, fictitious approach. We're going to take like a little bit of a potentially fictitious approach to what it is. Because I'm going to tell you a creepypasta that apparently comes oh, from okay. the dark web. And it was one of the main things that kept popping up when I was kind of just... Because I feel like I'm, 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 I feel comfortable to do this podcast about the dark web because I'm just learning about it. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff I can, tell, I can talk more about. But oh yeah, you because it seems such a scary thing. Episodes yeah, and I mean that's without having even accessed it. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's those mystery boxes and yeah, the, cron- say, the live torture thing. Like that's I've, a yeah. yeah well, I mean, no. For instance, my fucking, no. I found a whole thing on live my torture episode. My last episode about yeah. Fucking, he probably um, uploaded yeah. on the fucking dark web, bro. He, well, he absolutely did. Yeah. It was on like a gore site. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then I know I've told you about the. Because I, sometimes I get lost on, like, YouTube rabbit holes. Only every time you sit down on that one chair it's, in the kitchen. I just, like, I don't know time. why that YouTube is, like, n- like a new thing for me in this past year. Yeah, I don't use as much YouTube like, as I should. I never should. used it till yeah. recently. I was like, there's all these YouTubers yeah. that do this, that make a living out of this, that have things and post things and blah, 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 Oh, my blah. God, if only. I, I think that's the next step, guys. But. Once we get 100 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> once we get 10 listeners, we're going to yeah, YouTube, maybe. Morty. <laughs> But there are people where I've watched videos. I've been like, oh, I watched this person watch, yeah. uh, unbox a $300 eBay box, mystery box. Yeah. And then it gets further and further to where people are, are literally, these YouTubers have so much fucking money. Fucking fuck them. But they have all this money and they <laughs> order like a $300 mystery or dark web mystery box. And they what get the this fuck? shit that's yeah. like so fucked up. Yeah. Like a bloody woman's heel and a knife yeah. that looks like it maybe had yeah. blood. Like why? Why? And I, why? And I, I kind of hope that just for the sake of all that shit that that better be fake. I don't think it you is. Know? Yeah, it's hard to because call. Because it's just like my story with Luca Magnata. Yeah. Like 
Yeah. He posted that shit and it was real. And there's YouTubers reacting to him doing this. Yeah. And it's just like, what yeah. is this world? The world is fucked. And th- there's actually uh, a whole other, you know, the, the, I'm, I'm, this is a for sure I'm going to do. I'm probably my next following oh, few I episodes would, are going to be about the dark like, web. Kind so of many of these. Yeah. So uh, let's talk. Let's talk about a creepypasta. Okay. So this is a creepypasta. Yeah. But why does it, how does it relate to the dark web? We're going to get into it. Okay. I'm tell you. Okay. So I found this while I was looking up stories about the dark web. Mm-hmm. You know, popular things, stuff that we might have heard about mm-hmm. in, you know, pop culture and things like that and came across this one. And it's called Janice.jpg. Okay. Okay. And to begin, it says, start of document. Hi, my name is Mark Spielman. I'm writing this in order to keep any sanity I have left, in order to tell everyone about that girl. I dream about her all the time. I can't get her face out of my head. Those eyes, that smile. Who is she? Who is Janice? I'm what you would call an indoors type of person. I never go outside much, just sit by my computer and look for fucked up shit on the internet. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Do do what you do. Little red flag there, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, will you fill up my mug? Google. Hey, Google, type in hey, Google. fucked up shit. Can, I get, uh, can you give me 300 pages of fucked up shit, please? And that's what's crazy is that, like, I, I come from an age of the internet, and I guess, like, I don't have that technological experience, but, like, I, I just figured that only the scope of the internet would just be a, 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 you know, a web search. Like, anything that I could find, I'd find through a web search to think that there's a whole, you know, network of, of things that you can't, you know, that the bulk of the internet you actually can't find on a search engine is kind of interesting. Yeah, I never would think to, like... We're going to totally access the dark web. Oh, my God. No, we're not. I would never... You're right. We're probably not. No, we're definitely fucking not. I would never think to, like... I don't know. You're just opening yourself up to, like, so many... I mean, you can literally... I know you can... Oh, no, I've been reading horror stories all day. You can find... There's parts of the dark web where you can get on and watch someone be murdered. Yeah, that's going to be one of the things I for sure (gasps) talk about. Anyway, let's go back to it. Which is, like, low-key kind of what mine was about Luca Bagnata. It wasn't live, but it was... In a way... You know, it was still it, the video know? of it, you know? Okay. So let's get back into the last thing that I had mentioned was... there. Uh, well, sorry. Sorry. What I was going to say was we did oh. have the one thing that we had... What was it? I think it was like... There was something that we had growing up where you could watch like some kind of fucked up shit like just on the basic... Web- Maybe it was like E-bombs. Yeah, but E-bombs wasn't like... But there was like one website. I don't I'm know if sure. it was E-bombs. There was a, a website where like you could get on and like be like, watch this guy get savage. Watch this guy get murdered. Why? Yeah, no. smut shit. That whole thing no. is very... It's fucked up. Okay, so here's what I'm going to... I'm going to go back. I'm going to recap. I'm what you would call an indoors type of person. I never go outside much. I just sit by my computer and look for fucked up shit on the internet. He says, I'm well versed... No red flags there. Nope. I'm well versed on internet memes, YouTube fads, and the best porn sites. (laughs) Okay. He says, I'm not what you would call a porn addict, but when I do watch it, I know where to go. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I know the internet inside and out so when i found out the lo- he does. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> uh, so when i found out the local police department was looking to hire people with extensive knowledge of the internet i jumped at the opportunity uh, i was one of many looking for the job but as fate was hat as how i said as fate would have it i was the lucky one 
The police chief who hired me patted me on the back as I walked into my new office and said, Hope you're ready for this, Mark. There's a lot of crazy shit out there. I smiled at him and said, Believe me, sir. I've seen it all. Bum, bum, bum. This is like an FX drama show that's actually going to... This is just like a viral <laughs> promotion thing. Anyway, my job began with basic stuff, mostly just finding various websites that upload child pornography and taking them down, along with grabbing the users who were stupid enough to not use a proxy. And for the first few weeks, it was very mundane work. But as time went on, things got more interesting. Okay. Okay. We know for, this is a creepy pasta. It's a creepy pasta. But you know, you know, not all creepy pastas are fake. They're just they're Correct. they just are promoted the creepy, as that's, fake. That's the pasta of it. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Some people were smart enough to hack into police databases and post different files of murdered victims, confidential cases hidden from the public, etc. By my third month of work, I was dealing with everything from child pornography to extremely clever hackers. The pay could have been somewhat better, but I loved the work. My life was finally beginning to have some meaning, even if I was still sitting in front of the monitor 24-7. But one day... He's just getting paid to look at the fucked up shit that he did, was already looking but he's at. But he's making moves about it. He's helping take it down, being in the right, guy's That's what I'm saying, yeah. though. Like, he was already looking at That's like, what he's saying. That's kind of what yeah. he's saying, I think. Uh, like, okay, cool. I'm getting paid to do it now. Yeah. I mean, I, it's fucked up, but yeah. I guess you probably get just desensitized to it after a while. I don't know. Not if you're mentally stable, you don't. Yeah, right. But one day, the life I was working so hard to build came crashing down. Okay. Okay. I was browsing the internet as usual, trying to find any sites with child pornography. You know, per the use. Another day at work. All right. Jon Snow's not into child porn. Nope. He's not into it. He's a good boy. I was getting really disturbed by how much of this sick shit was on the internet. It was like battling a hydra. Take one down and two more take its place. I found a website with a URL called sweet15.com. Ew. I thought of what that might mean and clicked it. What I saw made my heart skip a beat. Mm -hmm. This was the biggest child porn site I had ever seen. And being the first one to find it and being able to take it down and find all the sick bastards behind this would make me a hero. Not to mention the insane bonus I would be getting. Oh, <laughs> well, that's what sure. we should think about. Right, yeah. I could see the dollar signs. This would be a landmark case. Hundreds would be sent to jail and I would be at the head of it. I composed myself and started delving into the website's content. Just one picture or video depicting someone of having sexual contact with a child would be enough to get a warrant to locate any user's IP address. The pictures and videos weren't embedded, so I had to click on their links to view their content. I went to a random page and clicked on a random this picture. This is at work? He's doing this at work? Well, that's what he's paid to do. He's Well, that's good. No, I'm saying, because if you click on that shit, then yeah. you're a... You're culpable, you're a... yeah. Yeah. I went to a random page and clicked on a random picture titled Kathy.jpg. No. Okay. I looked at the picture. It was a picture of a young girl with long hair and pale skin, about 15 or 16. Standing in a dimly lit room with a smile on her face, not a full toothy smile, but just a slight grin. That was it. Nothing sexual whatsoever. In fact, the girl in the picture seemed rather modestly dressed. I was about to click away from the picture when I noticed the URL. The picture I was on, according to the URL, was not kathy.jpg. It was another picture file entitled janice.jpg. Okay. I found that rather odd and decided to go to another picture, susan.jpg. I clicked on the link... My happiness at finding this site was fading faster than it came. 
The picture I clicked on directed me to exactly the same picture as before. I looked at about 15 more and every one of them was the same. I gave up and decided to look same at the picture? videos. Yeah. I clicked on any file. Pennyprecious.wave. There was no video, just that picture file. Janice.jpg. I called a few people into my office and asked them to help me go over more files on this website. At the end of the day, we had gone through over a thousand files and had to concede that the website was a sick joke by some prankster who made a bunch of fake files directed to the same picture file. I packed my bags and left the office, feeling disappointed. But also I felt something that scared me as I was driving home. Uh, it was a rising sense of panic, as though if I didn't search that site more thoroughly, something terrible would happen. Okay. Okay. I opened the door to my house and went straight to my computer. I turned it on and went to the site. I went deeper into the site, looked at the source code, trying to find anything that would lead me to something else, but every file on the site went to that damn picture file. Her face was burned into my skull, and I knew I couldn't sleep until I found out who she was. I went into the deepest logs of the site, and I felt like throwing my monitor out the window when my jaw dropped. Okay. On the very last page of the picture file logs was a lone picture file called truejanice.jpg. Okay. I knew this one had to be different with sweat trickling down my forehead. Oh my god. I brought my cursor to the to the link and clicked it. It was essentially the same picture as janice.jpg, but it was black and white. I realized that clicking on the picture would direct me to another link. I clicked on it. So it was like a, video, a website. It's a video, isn't it? It's a fucking video. Mm -hmm. it? Whatever it was, he clicked it. <laughs> my browser shut down immediately and my computer crashed. Oh. And all that was left on my monitor was the infamous blue screen that signaled certain doom for my hard drive. I cursed and tried to turn it back on. After a few attempts, I was able to get to my desktop. It was the most fucked up virus I had ever encountered. All my programs were deleted in a pop-up box that said... There were a thousand picture files were being copied to my hard drive. But the thing that made me nervous was my desktop picture. It was Janice.jpg. But he's doing this at home on his home computer? Mm -hmm. Well, now he's fucked. Now it's, he's going to look like Well, he's, he's probably... Well, he works with... You know, he... Yeah. It was Janice.jpg, the black and white photo. Something about Janice's facial expression was different, though. In the regular photo, she appeared to have a slight smile on her face. In this picture, she was frowning. Not out of disappointment, though. I could see something in her eyes. A new expression. Fear. After the pop-up box closed, I went to my pictures to see what had been copied. I started with the first picture. It was essentially exactly the same picture as the original Janice.jpg. I started clicking rapidly to the next few photos. They were basically the same, but I could see one thing that was changing. Oh my god, what? Her face. What? Which in the first picture was smiling had morphed into the frown I had seen on my desktop. As I kept clicking more rapidly now, I could see her mouth start to contort into a scream. What? The pictures were getting darker and darker, and the girl more horrified. I don't like it. When around a hundred pictures in, it faded to black. I clicked a few more times. Same black screen as before. Uh. After a few more clicks, however, there was another picture. Oh, God. A new one. Nope. This time it was nope. the picture of a bed. Nope. With what appeared to be nope. a bundle with a blanket resting on top of it. The scene was in a dark room with a few candles burning to light it up. I noticed in horror that there were red splotches on the wall behind the bed. Okay. Which were what I knew had to be blood. I clicked the next few pictures. Why? Don't be going. <laughs> there appeared to be a man. 
walking into the frame. What? Who's taking these pictures? He grabbed the bundle on the bed and yanked a blanket from on top of it. Oh, God. My stomach lurched in fear as I saw the girl tied to the bed with her stomach ripped open. I couldn't stop clicking to the next picture. I was clicking so rapidly that no, the pictures... you can't stop. Just stop. I was clicking so rapidly that the pictures seemed to be playing in fluidity, mm. like a flip book. The man who had entered the picture was hunched over the girl now. I couldn't see what was going on. The picture faded to black again. Shit's intense right now. How you feeling so far? I don't like it. Yeah, it's scary, right? Get off. Get off. Leave. Don't. No. Stop clipping. Clip. Clip, clip. Stop, stop clip. Click clicking and and we still got a little ways it. to go, so maybe have a slurp because really? let's get real, y'all. I clicked a few more pictures, and the next thing I knew, I was staring at a picture of the man holding what appeared to be surgical tools, standing over the girl with a fluorescent light shining it's above them. It's gonna have such them. a stupid twist, isn't it? It's gonna have such a fucking fucked up fucking. <laughs> I'm the one behind the camera. I watched in utter horror. As the man plunged the tools into the girl's open stomach and started performing surgery on her. She was screaming in pain. Surgery or murder? Uh, You know, potato, potato. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is sad. This is crazy. This is crazy. No jokes. Yeah, but at least this is from what we know. Yeah, it could be potentially fake. I I hope it's fake. She was screaming in pain. And as I kept clicking, the man started yanking. Tugging on the girl's insides. No, no. I threw up on the ground after watching him rip out her guts piece by piece. The scene was so bloody, the man had to go off screen and get a new frame for the camera. What? The pictures were so vivid, so detailed, I started crying as the man got up and walked away. Stop watching. His work was... Amy's over here fucking just click... click is it, yeah, it, talk about like, clickbait, bro. It. Like, chill out. Uh, a few more pictures in, it faded to black. I noticed how many pictures I had gone through... I was on picture 995 out of 1,000. I clicked slowly now in dread of what might be waiting for me on the last picture. Oh, no, you think it's going to be something really great? On picture 998, I saw a grainy photo of a young girl staring at me. Her eyes were blank, expressionless. I couldn't see much, so I went to picture 999. I could then see what the picture was. I was face-to-face with Janet. Her face was covered in blood. Her eyes were wide open, but with an emptiness that I knew was death. I clicked on the last photo. Of course you did. Why wouldn't sure. you? Yeah, you know, I got that I, far. I certainly would. <laughs> Let's see what's next. Ah, okay, here we go. All that was there was a black background with a large question mark in the center of the frame. Below it, in large white letters, was a simple question. A question that would haunt me until this very day. Who is Janice? What? Yeah. End of document. Official police report. So we found this document stored on his computer along with what appears appears to be a note. All that note said was, who is Janice? After going over the files on his computer, we found several documents pertaining as to who Janice may have been. From what we can gather, she was kidnapped from her family around 20 years ago. She was never found. Her parents vanished shortly after the kidnapping. Upon further investigation, officers found computer code embedded in her picture. From what we can gather, it was a scrambled bit of code that, when deciphered, linked to a video file. However, upon viewing the file, the investigating officers deleted it and refused to divulge what they had seen. Mark Spielman was never found. The case has since been discontinued. So that might be real. Maybe. What the fuck? Yeah, who knows? 
that's like a dark web creepypasta? I don't Yeah, I think that what you're supposed to take away from it is he found a dark web, you know, like porn site type thing. Right. And something de- something weird unfolded. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I want so much more about the dark web. It's something that's so crazy to me because yeah. I want to know about it. I can't look it up because yeah. then I'm someone who's going into the dark web. Well, that's the whole thing. You can't actually really access it unless yeah, you protect I don't even yourself. Know how to, yeah, yeah, of course not. I don't even know how to access the dark web. You have web, to get what's but... called like a VPN and a Tor oh, browser and like all this other stuff. how to do it because that's but fucked up. But don't yeah, I'm, I'm going to definitely tell more stories about the dark web. Oh my God. That was good. That was really good. You that liked was it? like... Fuck yeah. Cool. Anyway, so that's the kind of my primer and beginning on uh, the dark web. Fuck yeah. Yeah, kind of fun, I that's think. That's crazy. Kinda cool. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. So that was really good. Yeah, that was, was fun. All right. Okay. All right, hello. Let's do it. Are you ready? Are you? I am. I'm very ready. Are you mine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super smooth, super easy transition there. Super pro. Mine is a mix between potential conspiracy, mm. potential urban legend, okay. potential real life. Okay. 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 So I'm kind of covering all the bases, the sizes. So is it one thing or are there yeah. different ideas? Okay. One thing. Okay. I'm going to tell you about the black eyed children. There it is. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you know anything about the black eyed kids? I've seen them on the internet, but I don't know any of the like, what the fuck so it you don't means. Really know anything about yeah, it. no, okay, I'm. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I've seen scary movies, and plus, kids are just scary as shit. So, some people call them the black-eyed children, but they're most likely known as black-eyed kids, where they abbreviate it B-E-K. Ooh, those bloody becks. <laughs> just as an overall, it's I guess known as an urban legend of supposed paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of 6 and 16. Okay. Creepy little fuckers. With pale skin, mm-hmm. black eyes, okay. and reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling or are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes and tales of the black-eyed children have existed since the 1950s. Okay, so this goes back. Yes. Just to kind of go into the history a little bit, the origin, the origin, James. The origin, origin. <laughs> the origin, orange. Oh my god, why can't I? Origins. The four inch orange door hinge. The origins of this legend. Sorry. <laughs> so they've, it's been known to have sightings as, as far back as the 1950s, but okay. the most nor- known origin. God. Words are fucking hard, eh? Comes we haven't even been drinking. A 1996 too much. posting written by Texas reporter Brian Bethel. I'm saying Bethel. It's B-E-T-H-E-L. I would say Bethel. On a quote-unquote ghost-related mailing list. Where the fuck that is. So a ghost in your letters. So he, was rela- he related two alleged encounters with the black-eyed kids. He describes encountering two such children in Abilene, Texas in 1996. Mm-hmm. And claims that a second person had a similar unrelated encounter in Portland, Oregon. His stories have become regarded as classic examples of creepy pasta mm-hmm. and gained such popularity that he published a FAQ quote just to keep up with demand for more info about the new urban legend. Wow. So basically he came up with this story and he himself hundred thousand percent says it's real, it's real true happened. Okay. But then it it sort of took a turn where people were like, I guess somebody reposted it on creepy pasta, which mm-hmm. we've talked about many As you times do. I just told podcast. one. 
so you know people have been like this isn't real it's a creepy pasta sure so that's where it kind of goes back and forth between its original author and creepy pasta okay but the author's like it's my shit yes he's like no Sure, whatever. Like, I'll answer your questions if you're going to call this an urban legend, but this shit's fucking real. In 2012, he told his story on reality TV series Monsters and Mysteries in America, and he wrote a follow-up article for the Abilene, Abilene, I don't know if that's how you say that town, A-B-I-L-E-N-E, Abilene, Abilene? I I believe, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I nailed it. So he told an article for their reporter news describing his experience and maintaining his belief that it was legitimate. Okay. So he's like, no, fuck you guys. This is real. This isn't a creepypasta. This shit is real. This, this is, is my own creepy life. This is stuff. This is spooky lasagna. Uh, in 2012, that was the a horror- bad joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. In 2012, the horror film Black Eyed Kids was produced with um, a Kickstarter fund. And its director commented that the black eyed children were, quote, an urban legend that's been floating around on the internet for years now. I always thought it was fascinating. Okay. Uh, this is just like I a brief little mm-hmm. sort of background. Okay. Kind of little. Okay, little guy. A 2013 episode of MSN's Weekly Strange that featured reports of black eyed children is thought to have helped spread the legend on the internet. Okay. So there's like all these different factors that have sort of helped sure. sort of boost this black eyed kids. Yeah. Whatever. Every time you say that, I swear to God, I think you're going to say Black Eyed Peas. I know. It's not Black Eyed Peas. That's definitely going to be the title of this episode. Definitely not Black Eyed Peas. (laughs) That'd almost be just as scary, just running into the Black Eyed Peas. That'd be scary. That'd be a lot to take in. Like actual Black Eyed Peas or bands? (laughs) Take your pick. (laughs) So, during one week in September 2014, the British tabloid Daily Star ran three... Front page stories about alleged sightings of the BECs, the black eyed kids. When did they start spelling kids with black C's? Eyes. I meant the black eyed children? I meant to say BEKs. Because it goes back and forth between black eyed children and black eyed kids. So I'm sorry, the BEKs. I think you're doing great, baby. What? You're doing great. Connected to the sale of a supposedly haunted pub in Staffordshire. Mm, I know Staffordshire. Yeah, I know. Sure well. I'm saying that right. Your mother is gonna kill me. Staff- not, if she if she listens, she'll never listen. But Staffordshire. That's how we get her to fucking listen. Hey, there's Staffordshire. A, Staffordshire. As long as it's sheer, she'll be alright. Cool. Wish to sheer Staffordshire. Nailed it. Same Shears. shit. That's where they make it. <laughs> That's not. No. The paper claimed a quote shock rise in sightings around the world. I do that part. And that's a right. full stop. Science writer Sharon A. Hill was unable to find any documentation of black-eyed children encounters, concluding that the tales are passed on as, quote, friend of a friend, unquote, ghost stories. She considers the legend to resemble, quote, typical spooky folklore stories, end quote, such as the phantom black dog where the subject is not supernatural and there may never have been an actual original encounter. Listen, the shape-shifting dog from Glasgow, that shit is real. That's a real story. Okay. I don't mean to get so passionate just so then. So just in some more, I'm going to give you a little bit more, sort of some, some cold facts. Some more Some, some cold, more hard facts about these B-E-Ks. Yes. These kids. Kids. Becks. Becks. Sounds like a band. Beck is a band. He is a guy. Well, I meant black-eyed children. Or yeah. black-eyed It'd be kids. like a cross between Beck and the black-eyed peas. And it would make you black eyed Beck. Black eyed Beck. Okay. Stupid. So some things to note about these black eyed. Would you call these noteworthy? Almost. 
I mean, they're in my notes, and I guess they're worthy of me telling them on so this So definitely podcast. not worthy. So, oh. <laughs> this episode of Terrible Jokes brought to you by Tom and Andrea. hey Okay, so as I said, oh, I'm going to repeat, black-eyed kids will look like normal human children. That's how they get you. Between the ages of 6 and 16, but they have pale skin and completely black eyes. Like the whole deal. fucking creepy as fuck. Whole deal. Yes, so demon-like total aspect there uh people who have been in close proximity to black-eyed kids report a feeling of unease that washed over them while nothing about the children's appearance aside from their eyes genuinely frightened the people they still reported feeling raging from wide range of anxiety to terror from the presence of these black-eyed kids okay little fuckers yeah i mean just something about like little kids it's already just just yeah, and the horror genre creepy. in regards to film as well, I think, has just kids latched on to that. Totally. Yeah. Also, You'll float too. You'll float too. Hi, Georgie. <laughs> I feel like this is the kind of stuff people also kind of almost, I would say, liken to their like sleep paralysis demons and things of this nature. Uh, no. As someone who's personally experienced sleep paralysis, I would not have. Have contrib- you seen the sleep paralysis demons? I've seen my own shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mines are little things that crawl across the ceiling. No, those are spiders. We just have a spider problem. (laughs) Sorry, baby. I'm working on it, okay? (laughs) So, black-eyed kids are also commonly described as wearing dated clothing or dressing in a manner that is not typical of a normal child of their age. Little musty-ass bastards. And They they probably smell real musty. Little musty-ass little bitches. Ooh, real musty. They also always ask for something. Hey, man, you got a corn dog? It is all... No. (laughs) that's what I would ask. It's always something that involves being in close quarters with you, and they ask for a ride in your vehicle or to enter your home to use the phone. Okay. So they show up at your window, and they're like, can we get in your you car? You little creepy bitch a- go to the window instead in- of the door. I'm shooting you. The window of your car. Oh, I thought like to the, like imagine just one little fucker right there by the oh, window. Oh, no, I was saying the window of your car. That makes a lot more sense, because like, that's how you talk hi, to people in cars. can we get a ride? Or come to your front door and say, can we come in and use your phone? That's fucked up. Um, but, 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 what do you say? The story... Just hold. What do you just hold, to please. S- okay, sorry. I get the excited. story has been added to, as I said, the internet creepypasta lore. But to this day, the original author, Bethel, insists the incident was real and happened the way he reported. Some of the other things that have been said or, I guess, noted about the Black Eyed Kids is that in some cases, they glow. they glow. They grow really long bangs to cover their eyes or they wear sunglasses because... As I, there's different tales. There's different, you know, sure. versions. Contradicting whatever. stories. Yes. But apparently they will wear sunglasses or grow really long bangs because they want to like, they want to lure you in with their mm-hmm. presence before you see their eyes because their eyes are like that demonic hip, not hip, not no hip, not hip. You're going to get there. Are you having a stroke? Hypnosis. Hypnotic hypnosis. Whatever. Yeah. Part of them. And apparently if you actually, in some cases when you see their eyes, they get super pissed. That's when they turn super like raging mean. So you're not supposed scary. to look in their eyes. No, I mean, in any version of this, you don't want to look at these little fuckers' eyes. Okay, that makes Just sense. Saying. They so they usually travel in packs or in groups or in pairs, and there's always an older one that is known as like the spokesperson. The other one just kind of sits there like a no, I not can, and the other one kind of does the talking. But you always feel a sense of doom. When you encounter the black-eyed kids, like you done fucked up. You, like you open the if you open the door to these fuckers, you're like you automatically are like, this wasn't a good idea. 
I should have done that. I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> Power outages are said to occur when they're around. Little fuckers pulling out the plug. And, and shit. they also can apparently only say a few sentences at a time. And they have a wide vocabulary, but to show how dated they are, they aren't current like to our technology Ew, gross. so the things that they say they'll like come to your door and say like can we use your telegraph or uh, can i enter the premises and uh, say like creepy fucking shit where you're like i'm sorry the fuck it's 2018 that's a fucking telegraph are they correct? doing are we doing telegraphs again yeah. is that cool so like that's just part of their you know maybe their attire's old maybe the way they talk uh-huh. is old they don't really give you a lot there was one instance of a story I was listening to where, like, the kid was like, can we come in and use your phone? And he was eating an apple. And the guy was like, no. And he was like, well, at least let me come in and get some ketchup to put on my apple. Like, they don't know what the fuck uh, they're talking uh, about, kind of. Like, they're kind of like aliens. That's sort of that's one of the more intriguing things. That's very interesting. Yes. Some of the, the things, the stories of what they are uh-huh. is what I'm going to tell you now. Let's get it. There was a medium, apparently, over the years that encountered some spirits of the black-eyed kids. And she said that they were spirits from the Victorian era that died from diphtheria, which is a bacterial disease. Mm -hmm. And some of the symptoms of it are paralysis of the eyes, which make them appear sunken. So she, as this medium, was like, these are spirits from the victorian area who died from this disease oh ah, so that's, one that's one little theory another sort of ghostly tie but did those motherfuckers put ketchup on apples back then because that's I mean, weird as fuck if you know you're going through a uh uh famine famish famine famine i'll put maybe. ketchup on an apple did they day. have ketchup in there? yeah when did ketchup come about i got questions maybe they just like squished a tomato and a apple together and they were battle like, boom nailed it babe some apple Apple. Tim Apple. Where's the kid coming from? Ketchup. I lost. I... No. Tim Apple. Well, folks, it's been great. A- Thank you apple, so much. Apple tomato. <laughs> okay. We're going places. So far... <laughs> Sold out tour, guys. So one of the other kind of ghostly encounters when we're, I'm still saying on that ghostly yeah. vibe was that in 2014 in England, a lady heard a kid crying and she ran over. And was like, are you okay? What's going on? And she had her kid with her. And she ran over and she was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And the kid was in like this old timey dress looking outfit. Okay. And had his eyes covered. And she was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And then realized that the kid was covering his eyes, not in like a panicky way, but in like waiting for a birthday cake or like trying to play peekaboo kind of way, but like crying. And he... He or she, I don't know, this child removed their hands and revealed that they just had black holes. No pupil, no iris, no whites, nothing. Just black holes. And so she turned around to grab her kid, and when she turned back, the kid had vanished. Fuck off. But the, that gave me chills. That was spooky. But was the spooky, really spooky. crazy thing about it is... There's more. Her aunt, this woman's aunt, saw the exact same girl, so it was a girl, 30 years before in 1984. The fuck out of here. So, that's fucking spooky, you know. spooky. That had me fucked up. I was on the edge of my fucking seat <laughs> on that one. That was crazy. Well, just wait, because I have other first count experience. I've encountered a problem, however. I got a win. My cup runneth empty. Some other theories of what they are. Okay. Are dark fairies from Irish folklore. 
which I don't get. I've never fucking seen a creepy-ass, grown-ass, big child, dark, no-eyed fairy. That was fairies, very... Fairies are sweet. The, well, Tinkerbell's a fairy, not, there a, dark, are mis- not a black-eyed fucking... Th- they're mischievous. Uh, yeah, but... They are, there like are mischievous. You know, you know my love for fairies. For sure. Growing up, my... I think it's cute. My room after my... So my nursery was bunnies, and then after that, it was fairies. The fairy folk. And my grandmother, whose house we live in now, loved fairies. And I don't know. I just like took. I just. I'm like. I can never see fairies as like an evil thing. Yeah. They're yeah. Mischievous, sure. But sure. Tinkerbell was mischievous, but yeah. not like in a mean, not in like a creepy way. Yeah. I never. I can never see fairies. Was it was an Irish? An Irish folklore. Yeah, the Irish folklore is creepy, creepy, yeah. creepy. It's I can real see creepy. like gnomes. Fuck gnomes. Fuck gnome. Fuck clowns. Fuck clowns. But fairies are just sweet. Yeah. Tinkerbell. I man. like them. Yeah. So, also, it has been said that they could be vampires because they have to be welcomed in. So, if you do not, okay. I don't know if I, like, totally went into that, but it, they have to get your permission before they can come into your car or your house. What happens when they do, though? I'm just very eager to find that out. I don't know, man. Maybe we're going to get into it. <laughs> but also, they have to get your permission. Please, sir. Can so I have your you know, soul? That goes to say with, like, vampires and sure. some... Yeah other lore i guess Mm -hmm. and then lastly they are potentially alien human hybrids i get that's my vote because you know aliens are gray these kids are like pale skin aliens have all black eyes okay shit sort of like the the quintessential alien version of aliens with the gray skin the black eyes they're Uh also saying it might be aliens coming here and in a form of a child imitating because they know adults love kids we can get in as a kid. You know, we can we can learn things. And that's another butts. reason why they don't really know how to talk. Like, can I come yeah. use your telegraph? Can I get some ketchup from fucking... my apple? I'm so exactly. hung up on that shit. Because it's can't... an alien. Yeah. That's another reason, another part that could make that. Yeah. No, I. I an alien. I, that was the first thing I thought when you started talking about this, actually. So now that you kind of get the gist of what the fuck a black eyed creepy creepy kid is creepy ass motherfucking creepy, creepy ass, ass little musty ass is. bitch catch and, up on an apple looking motherfucker you know thoughts of what they might be or not be or whatever mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you some first hand oh shit here we go stories we're diving into people. the fucking deep end i'm holding this mug like a basic white you are, right you're now. holding it like you're drinking pumpkin spice latte oh my God, it's so good. it goes you, with my new hat you, you automatically <laughs> just put on that beanie and some leggings and if we was in here, I would totally put it on. Because <laughs> it's such a visual thing to have a podcast. Uh, they always say I had a face for radio. <laughs> so I'm going to read you some firsthand stories of people who say that they have encountered black ad and motherfucking kids. Let's get it. Okay? I'm scared. The sources that I got this from, these are people who genuinely are saying they had these experiences. Okay. So take it like that. Don't take it as it's not a creepypasta. It's not fake. This isn't the fucking Russian like sleep experiment. Which, if y'all haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that shit. It's just So it's on podcast. Okay. This is no, called You Must Let Me. Well, titled, not called, because that makes it sound like a story. It is a story, but it's a real story. A real story. You Must Let Me In. I don't know. On March 17th, 2008, I had my one and only encounter with a black eyed kid. Before my experience, I had never heard of anything having to do with the black eyed kids. I was 12. I was sitting outside of a hairdresser's in an old Chevy pickup waiting for my mom to get her hair cut. About 15 minutes had passed and I saw some kid 
walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of my parked car. At first, I thought I recognized him as one of my friends from school, so I banged on the front windshield until he looked my way. It was not anyone I knew. At this point, I was not scared at all. Not yet. The boy walked over to the side of my car and just stares. I think to let me get a good look at his eyes, to freak me out. Let me tell you, if you have never seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. Pupils black as the night sky, the boy whispers, you must let me in. So I locked the car doors and ducked down into the space below the seats. Five minutes later, he was gone. So that's five minutes of him having to be like, are you there? Oh, he's still there. So he kept peeking up? Yeah. And he was like, oh, you're still there. After he was gone, when my mother got into the car, she told me a boy with black eyes had come into the hairdresser and insisted for my mother to give him the keys to the car. She refused. Thank God she did. And also this boy didn't know him, which therefore would not have known that that was his mom and the hairdresser to go in and be like, give me the keys to your car. Yeah. What the fuck? So, okay, take it or leave it. Could okay. be fake. Could be real. Suspenseful, at it's the least. Guy, it's somebody's story. You must let me in. That's very spooky, spooky. Yeah. Okay. Would you like another? Thank you, madam. May I have another? Okay. Hit me! It's titled, No, You Won't Be Calling Anybody. The incident took place about 13 years ago. I had just moved into a new city with my wife. We were small town newlyweds from the Midwest. We moved across country to one of the biggest cities in the Southwest so I could attend attend graduate school. Being naive and new to city living, I habitually answered the door without a second thought, never again after this. Okay. Right? Who answers the fucking door? If my People door used rings, to do it all the I time. just know. Goodbye. If I'm not planning on somebody, I'm Andrea, not answering Andrea it. runs into the basement. Hides. I hate it. Yeah. Don't come to my door. I don't know you. Don't come to my door. It does seem a little bit invasive, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we literally did it to like three different houses like a couple days ago. Well, that we, was a puppy. We found a little stray dog. But still. We found Destiny. I don't care. Don't, don't come, fucking come to, to door, my door. Though. If you're not. And if you're a UPS guy, sure. Knock. It. I don't need an answer. You're going to leave it. You're a FedEx guy. You're going to leave it. Yeah, go ahead and roll. Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, I'll get you guys at Kroger. Fuck off. I'm yep. not doing it. Don't come to my door. How do you feel about people Intellectual. coming to your door? <laughs> so the first thing that should have tipped me off to the peculi- peculiar, peculiar, you'll get it. Peculiar. Peculiar. Peculiarity. Peculiar. Peculiarity. <laughs> How do you say it? Peculiar. Peculiar. Peculiarities. Peculiarities. Peculiar. Peculiarities. Peculiarity. And moving on. Of the situation, it was peculiar. 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 Whatever the fuck. It was fucking weird. Fucking words, It was the fact that someone was knocking at 6 o'clock in the morning. The second thing that should have dawned on me is that this kid had to reach over a rather tall patio gate to unlock and open the gate. Okay? Okay, little fucker. The knock at the door was startling. My wife and I were getting ready for work, a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with an inexplicable 
since. motherfuckers were getting up and getting ready for work at 6 a.m.? Well, yeah, maybe they're teachers or something. Jeez, nerds. So they got like... <laughs> you were up at 6 o'clock this morning. Yeah, paying bills, man. <laughs> so they have this like overwhelming sense of fear. Or he does. To this day, I can picture him. Teenager, average height, average build, knee length, black leather coat, short black hair, and sunglasses. It's Neo. The sunglasses at 6 a.m. Yeah, right. That's Struck a him flag. as a little odd. Oh, this is the one I... Oh, my God. This is the one I, I like, referenced earlier that I didn't even realize I was going to tell you. So, um, he was eating an apple. Oh, this is the fucking apple yeah, kid? Yeah, And, of course, this little bitch is wearing sunglasses. This dude's definitely an alien. <laughs> he was very polite and asked if he could come in and warm up. I said no and closed the door and slid the security chain uh, in place. A moment later, he knocked again. He opened it now with just, like, chain door, you know, just peeking out. And before he could speak, he asked again if he could come in and warm up. He said no and attempted to close the door. But before he could shut it, he put his hand out, stopping the door on its hinges. He looked directly into my eyes, still wearing the sunglasses, and said, Can I at least get some ketchup for my apple? Fuck that, he said, (laughs) and closed the door. Get the hell out of here. My wife's calling the police. He takes a moment to let the information sink in, lowers his glasses, revealing eyes as black as... Obsidian? Obsidian. Okay, as black as obsidian says, no, you won't be calling anybody. Fuck. At that moment, I forced the door closed, lock it, and call out to my wife. She is scared shitless, hiding in the bedroom, all decked up on adrenaline. I rip the curtains back to look out the window next to the door, and this kid is fucking gone. Okay? He's no trace of him. He goes out to the patio to check the gate, and it's still latched from the inside. Stop it. He said, I thought to myself as I turned to enter the house, and then he notices a half-eaten apple lying on the ground. Ah! That's fucking creepy. Ugh! Right? That's creepy. That was super creepy. I thought that was going to be funny, but that was not no. funny. That was spooky no, spooky. Not creep- no, not funny. Okay, wait. There's I have like only like one or two more little guys because they get they're shorter. But okay. They're, they're just like No, yeah, this is awesome. So I'm creepy. in it. Yeah, this is good. Okay. This one, I'm not even going to give you the what they title it because it'll get it kind of i don't i just don't want to Mm, all right spoilers yes let me tell you a little bit about myself i'm in my early 20s i just moved into this apartment and i tend to live a very private life i don't even have a facebook account i work during the day at a grocery store okay so i'm walking up my flight of steps to get to my apartment and i hear these kids laughing and then i heard whispering ah little fuckers it was kind of late, so I thought this was weird, but I ignored it and walked into my apartment. Quote, I live on the third floor. Okay. I was getting ready. She lives on the third floor. Third just, floor. Just want you, yeah, okay. keep that one in mind. I wonder if that's going to come back into play. Oh, it is. Because <laughs> that's what I could keep in mind. I was getting ready to open my balcony door. Okay. It was really muggy in my apartment. I walk over to the door and pull my blinds, and two kids are fucking staring back at me. In quote, she said, sorry for the F-bomb, but I'm still shaking. I screamed and backed away, smashing my leg into the table. They were both in blue jeans, and the oldest, he was taller, had on a green shirt with white stripes, and the younger had on a button-up light blue shirt. The oldest one touched the sliding door and said, quote, hey, miss, can you let us in? I still just stared at them. I finally was able to say, how'd you get on my balcony? I walked to the door and noticed how excited the older one got. He moved closer to the entrance. Can you let us in? I wasn't thinking. I unlocked the door, and then I looked up. Their eyes. You guys, their eyes were black. 
the entire eye. I quickly locked the door and told them I had to call the police because my door was jammed and I couldn't unlock the door. So I called the police. The oldest boy pleaded with me the entire time to let him in. The police arrived within an hour. They came up and walked and walked to the balcony. When they opened my balcony door, nothing was there. They looked around and saw two children that were running in the parking lot away from the building. The police took a report and said that they had to have had help getting up there and that they would question the neighbors. She said, I'm freaking out. I'm crying. I don't know. I don't want to stay here. But any, but again, I don't feel safe going outside right now. There was these fucking kids on her balcony. On the fucking balcony on the third floor. Like, can you let us in? And she's like, the fuck did you get on my fucking balcony, bruh? Oh, demon's about to catch these hands showing up on my fucking balcony. No, I'd piss my pants, honestly. No, I would piss my pants. So scary. Oh, my God. Well, I'll do one more. One more? And then I have a couple little other little, little, little tidbits. Yeah. So a month ago, my friend was talking to me about these creepy ass kids that were hanging around his house. He seemed scared like he was about to shit his pants. Yeah. And he doesn't scare easily. Tough guy. He said they always wanted to use his phone and wanted to come in. But he always said no. A week ago... He told me he was going to let them in, and I didn't really give it any attention. But he's been missing ever since. I've gone over to his house, but it's simply empty, and his cell phone number isn't going through anymore. Anyone know what happened to him? I've heard about BEKs just now, and I don't know what to do. Is he alive? Please help. I'm seriously freaking the fuck out. Oh. So that's like a case of somebody seeking out for help. So they definitely abduct your ass. They take you. I mean, maybe if they're aliens. Or they just kill you. Take you to another, you know, darker place or something. The upside down or whatever. So those are just some. That's fucked apparent, up. Like actual encounters of black eyed kids from people, and there are obviously a lot of like come off a lot of forums because it's people being like, "This just happened." Kind of like um, what is it? Reddit or whatever. Yeah. Or where people re- reach out and they're like. I'm scared. This just happened. Kind of like, let's not meet. Mm-hmm. People are like, I just encountered these fucking black eyed kids. They've all been compiled together. And so I read, I was just reading kind of some of them. So some of them, I know I was reading very first person, but that's because these are these people's stories. Yeah. And yeah. they genuinely, genuinely believe that they've seen these kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? A spooky. So lastly, I'm just going to kind of tie it. I'm not tie You're going to put a bow on this I'm creepy gonna, shit? Um, there's no bow on, there's a just- noose. Dark black eyes. So I try to look up if black eyed kids reside in Kentucky. Oh like no, where you can find them. Oh, I did no, I didn't find anything. Good, but they are very popular in Texas, which was where like the first sighting was. Okay, right? There's ten places in Texas that are apparently haunted by black eyed children. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what they are, and then I'm just give you like maybe one or two just whatever sure. reasons why they think they're haunted. So, Toya High School, I think that's how you put it, T-O-Y-A-H in Texas. Uh-huh. Walnut Ridge Mansion in Gonzales, Texas. Okay. The Big Theater in Fremont, Texas. I know it well. Baker Hotel in Mineral Wells, Texas. El Paso Tin Mine in El Paso, Texas. Jackson Square Apartments in Amarillo, Texas. The Cistern in Houston, Texas. M House School in Corsic- Corsicana, Texas. The Hotel Ozona in Ozona, Texas, and Abandoned Asylum in San Antonio, Texas. So, as I give you all those places, I probably butchered a lot of the cities. I don't fucking know. I've been in Texas, like, one time in my life, and I don't know how to pronounce any of those things. But, like, for instance, the Rig Theater in Premont, Texas, first opened in 1950 and has set empty for over three decades. 
A group of theater students from a neighboring town once entered the building to explore. When a student first saw a young man with his head down in the last row, she thought it was someone from her group. But as he raised his head to smile at her, she caught a glimpse of pitch black eyes. When the boy seemed to say hello to her from inside her head, she insisted on leaving the premises immediately. Yeah, no shit. I just got chills. That's spooky. So that's one instance that been the of fuck that Fuck up place. out of there, buddy. The Baker Hotel in Mineral Wells, Texas, opened in 1929 and was apparently a very lavish uh, hotel until the owner died in 1967. The hotel never managed to recover after it was, and it was closed five years later. Okay. A, near, a few nearby residents, including a California psychic who was visiting the area, have claimed to have seen black-eyed children wandering the rounds when it rains. A few of these children have tried to approach passerbys, but the locals fled after feeling as though they were temporarily not in control of their minds and bodies. Jesus. They're aliens. So that's fun. Jackson Square Apartments in... Is it Amarillo or Amarillo? I think it's Amarillo, man. Amarillo, Texas? I don't know. Guys, Somebody tell, tell us. us. Come on. Leave it in the comments. Dip a tit in it. Uh-huh. On September 28th, 2015, the building lost... Uh, or Amarillo, 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 whatever, lost this building that had been an eyesore for quite some time. The Jackson Square Apartments complex was abandoned after it became the scene of several brutal murders. Okay. The site where the complex once stood is known for being haunted by apparitions. Locals now say a handful of black-eyed kids have been wandering the area, knocking on doors, asking to be let in. A sanitation worker said he was in the area picking up roadkill when he saw a black-eyed teen on the other side of the street chewing on the bloody remains of a dead raccoon. Wow, that guy needs a vacation. We'll do one more. I'll do one more. She's going to do one more. Lastly, it's good because I'm at one again. Just tell you the abandoned asylum, which is already fucking creepy as fuck. Yeah, this is in San Antonio. San Antonio. I fun fact: I lived in San Antonio when what? I was a baby. Yeah, my dad was stationed you there. Were like when I was an infant child. Yeah, I was a baby. We went from England to Texas to here. No, back to England actually. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, no one cares. Abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> so the abandoned asylum, which is already creepy as fuck has been empty for several decades and is now owned by the county. It's rumored that when a San Antonio boy went missing, his family searched the asylum, wondering if he had ran away from home. His aunt claimed to have seen him screaming as he was dragged under a bed by a black-eyed female. It's said that she ran over to help him, but when she looked under the bed, nobody was there. The boy is said to still be missing, and most people consider the woman mentally unstable and believe she made up the story to cover up the fact that she murdered the boy. However, those close to the family report seeing similar black-eyed children and believe that, in truth, it was her encounter with a terrifying child that drove her insane. Jesus. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. So that's some motherfucking black-eyed kids. I'm good on all that. I better never run into one of those little motherfuckers. I mean, uh-uh. it's just wild. Yeah. Because it seems like there are gen- like so many people who have been like, no. Yeah. I fucking have seen these little motherfuckers. Yes. It's scary. Spooky. So don't answer your doors. Hide your kids. Hide, Hide your, your wife. Because they're asking to use all the phones. Yeah. Telegraphs. Jesus. They need ketchup. On their apples. They need their fucking... Get out. Get out. What the fuck? Get away. Spooky, Demon spooky. children. Yeah. Or aliens. Or all of the above, or, man. Who fucking knows? Or fair, apparently fairies. Or vampires. Vampires. Or, you know whatever man 
all the different all of the things ghosts of Victorian era. Well, listen, I'll tell you, they're space vampires <laughs> that come from a fairy race. What if they're Victorian era space vampire children? Well, there's the name of the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> Not black eyed peas. Nope, definitely. There are no black eyed peas involved. Well, hey man, thank you all so much. This is the end of the podcast. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, follow us on social medias. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, yes, Instagram. Yes. At W D A W K T on Twitter. I guess you got it. I'm drinking. We know things everywhere podcast, else. Yeah. Um, email us if you have ideas of what we should cover. Send us some stuff, man. Leave us a review on iTunes. Oh my god, that would be so dope. We're also you can also listen to us on Stitcher, if, but yes, drop us a review. Play. Yeah, Google Play. If you don't want to leave us five stars, then you know just, just don't, don't fuck around. Just, just don't fuck leave, off. Just we don't don't, don't be a hater, dude. Leave, leave just do five anyway and talk shit later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell your friends. Spread the news. Spread the word. Spread the good word. We drink and we know things. The podcast. When we need more listeners. We got to have a ton more thank listeners. Thank you to the people man. who do listen. Yeah, thank you all, man. All all of you. All seven of you. All three of you. Thank you. And two of them are me and Andrea. The other one's the dog. <laughs> no, man, but uh, thank you all so much. Uh, this is a good one. Yeah. Episode 12, Morty. Let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.